Hello everyone. Hello Sean. How are y'all doing today? Hey guys. Hey Prince or hey Chris. <laughs> this nope. is uh this something wrong? No, never mind. Okay. We should be good. All right. So this is this podcast does not have a name. Episode 59 for February 22nd 2023. I was going to say 2022. I'm like, "Oh, it's almost all twos." I'm like, "No, that was last year." Is all twos for today. Not quite today. Not quite. No, not quite. You're off yeah. by two months. Well, no, like I'm one year too late. No, oh. it's 2023. Oh, well, I, right. I, I see what you're getting at. Yeah. All right. Well, what's uh, what's new with you, Chris? Anything happening? Uh, I'll tell you what's not happening. Me playing Metroid Prime probably when its physical release is out. So. Amazon apparently does not have enough copies to send everyone. It's saying, yeah, you have to wait two months to get a copy. So I'm going to have to go looking in the wild near me tomorrow when I get off work and see if there's any copies around. We'll see. I don't know. I don't think that there will be any at the two stores near me. And it's too cold to go venturing out further this weekend. So... If I find a, another copy, do you want me to pick it up? Uh, get I back. Have to pay for shipping. Yeah, just get back to me on that one. I okay. will probably say yes, but let me first go take a look because I don't want you running out this weekend either. Because it's probably just as cold there too. Yeah, it's, I know it you got today. I know it's you got a car, but you know that doesn't change it. They claim it's supposed to be better by Saturday, but we'll see how that goes. Mm -hmm. so i told this to you personally already and another uh community member of mine also had this problem you are not the only person who are on amazon and who are shorted and that's what happened to me the last three games i pre okay i almost never pre-ordered but this year's like been like so far like the year of pre-orders for me because like generally i order like one or two games in the last like 10 years of my life today or this year of like 2023 we haven't even reached the end of february and like i've already pre-ordered four games anyways um the three I pre-ordered were all off Amazon. They were Fall Fantasy. Okay, I guess Crisis Core was last year, but still Crisis Core, Fall Fantasy uh, Reunion. There was uh, Finance of Freddy's Security Breach, a physical edition. Sorry, not Security Breach. Uh, sec yeah, no, it was Security Breach. And then Hogwarts Legacy, the deluxe edition. All three of these games I pre-ordered like a month or two in advance. And Amazon was let me down. Same thing that happened to you. They're like, oh, it's going to be like here in a month or two from now. Yeah. So that's, I complained to Amazon and they gave me like a $20 credit the first time I complained. I'm on a $10 credit. And they just stopped giving me credits because the house happened too much. But that's the bad news. The good news is that you should get your game within like a week or two. It shouldn't take two months. For me, it was like a week. Right. For most of them. I think it was two weeks for Freddy. Right. Because that's said... more of an obscure game. They said, you know, somewhere from, like, the middle of next month to the middle of the month after. I'm like, so it could be up to two months. I know it won't be, but that's still three weeks, almost a month away from when I had ordered it. And it's not like they didn't know this was going to be going on sale. It was, you know, the, the buyers have to know ahead, way ahead of time so they can purchase copies, right? So... <laughs> It's not like Nintendo is like, oh, we're announcing it now. Now we'll start to get the pre-orders in and start making copies. That's not how it works. So mm -hmm. it's like you drop the ball and 
almost everything I order from Amazon, like if I order it and try to get like day one or next day shipping, it never gets to me day uh, the next day. Even though there's an Amazon warehouse pretty close to Edmonton. It's like near the airport, I think. Still never comes to me on time. I've gotten two things arrive on to, like on the day like for next day shipping. And actually this week I got Yakuza like a day early. Like, oh, wow, nice. I finally got something early. Now that's one versus 99 or whatever for stuff that is usually a day late. So, yeah, for, for now, I am never going to pre order off Amazon again. It's not worth it. I went for Metroid Prime today when I picked up my copy, it was through EB Games. So during my lunch hour, I just went, I walked across the street to the mall for me, and then I just picked it up. And then I'm just like, I'm done. Like, I try not to pre order games but like if i'm ordering up amazon i might as well order it early because it's going to get to me at some point right but i'm not going to go to eb games to pre-order a game i shouldn't have to to when i'm going to a brick and mortar store it should be there but how many times have i gone to eb games and they said did you pre-order or are you part of our elite uh platinum club like no why the fuck should i be it's like oh we can't give you this game you have 30 copies right there give me a fucking game I shouldn't have to fucking pre-order the game that you guys have hundreds of in stock in the back. <laughs> you know? It's fucking stupid. I don't think that's exactly how it works, but fair enough. Well, no, Point but they, ha- they have stock. They usually bring in stock for more than their pre-orders, right? And they tell oh. me, oh, well, you didn't pre-order? You can't touch this game. You can't have it till next week. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I was just curious when I, when I picked up my pre-order for Metroid Prime, I'm like, how many spare copies that you guys get and they're like oh just like two or three and then probably sold out by now that was like yeah. a few hours ago yeah maybe for that maybe nintendo didn't think it was gonna sell well but i'm talking about like fucking skyrim you know that's gonna sell millions of copies and they're like oh well we didn't we didn't bring in more copies for the it, unless we pre-ordered like, bullshit you didn't like <laughs> no people who work in these fucking stores and that's bullshit <laughs> you know like for games that are, it's not the first time that they've tried to fucking lie to me on Bayonetta's release. They told me that that game wasn't coming out. And then I walked down to Toys R Us and bought a copy. That was for the fucking Wii U. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, fool me once, Amazon, shame on you. But fool me two and three times in a row, shame on me. So I'm like, okay, I learned my last lesson. If I want to pre-order a game... I need to go through EB Games. As much as I don't want to, it's a better alternative than Amazon because at least for EB Games, I'm guaranteed to get it on the day it comes out. And Amazon, I have to wait like a week Yeah, you the sh- last three games. You should be guaranteed. I don't know anyone who's... Or I'm sure I've heard stories, but I don't personally know anyone who's ordered pre-ordered on EB Games or that and they haven't had the copy, right? I also... Uh, the same day that they uh, announced the Metroid Prime, on the Nintendo Direct, I also pre-ordered the uh, Tears of the Kingdom Collector's Edition. I only had to put $5 down. I had, to, I had to put zero for Metroid Prime. Only 5 bucks for the Zelda's collectors. So, yeah, I'll be getting that in May, hopefully. I'm not risking Amazon for that again. Holy shit. But, um, oh, before I forget, apparently, as of last night, um, you can... You can be put on the wait list, or you can go to Play Asia if you want to. That's also another option for the Fall Fantasy Pixel Remaster Physical uh, Edition. Yeah, coming out on Switch and PS4. Yeah, that's it. That's it. 
Yep. I seen it. I'm like, I've already got it. I don't know if I want it on Switch, but it's always there. But there is a game I'm going to have to probably go to Play Asia or on eBay to get a copy of. It's a game for PS4 called uh, City Shrouded in Shadow. Okay. So, have you heard of the Disaster Report games? Never. They're low-budget Japanese games where the whole idea is you're trying to survive natural disasters. And in this new one, I don't know if it's the same company or if they're just aping what they've done. Um, it's about surviving kaiju attacks. So they've got Godzilla, Rodan, Mothra. They've got Ultraman in there. They've got the Avas from Evangelion. I see in a clip, you know, the big one that opens its wings and they have to try and catch it in the air so it doesn't land, doesn't like crush the earth. The one with the big, with all the uh, multiple swirls and. No? Uh, you're talking about the kaiju? Yes, in Evangelion. I. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought, I thought you were talking about Godzilla monsters. That's where my brain No, because you, you don't know <laughs> Godzilla. The Ava no. that opens its huge wings and all the. And the Avas have to catch it and stop it from hitting the ground. And I think Asuka dives in there, or is it the other one to stab it in the eye? I don't remember that one, no. no. It's like a huge one. It's not the one they have to snipe, that's a different one. But they've got that one in there, and as, it's, as the Avas are jumping in there to catch this thing and kill it, it, the camera then pans back down to your character, and he's being held by gunpoint by a bunch, I believe... Yakuza members like what the fuck's going on why the fuck above them is there an Ava fight going on and why are they just casually having this Yakuza fucking showdown like <laughs> so it seems pretty pretty goofy and I want to get a copy of it it's never nice. getting localized here I don't think so no. I'm gonna have to go into play Asia and buy it and apparently the plot's easy enough to understand without having to understand Japanese so that's good enough for me to, <laughs> to play this game so I might have to buy that. And I guess I haven't really been doing much, just working my cosplay, trying to get done. I've got like two months before I want it to be done. I don't know if I'll get it done in time. Hmm. I've still got to buy my wig and start working on that. But I uh, haven't played much. I did watch, as I guess the only thing I've really done, I was going to mention last week, but put it off. I watched the uh, first eight, I think, episodes of Kamen Rider Black Sun, which is on Amazon. It's a really good show. Is it anime <laughs> or live action? Live action. It's really good. It's more serious, kind of like the other Amazon. Was it Kamen Rider Amazons on Amazon Prime? It's more serious like that. So it's not as much Sentai as or as you would expect, but it's really good. Pretty, it's fairly gory, I'd say, for a Sentai show. Oh, really? And, huh. That's surprising. Yeah, like uh, decapitations, people getting cut, in, or guys getting cut in half. Uh, one guy gets his arm ripped off, and he picks up his arm and starts beating the guy who ripped off his arm with it. <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. I like it a lot. It's kind of it's quite political with what's going on in the series, but it's to be expected with what I know from Common Writer. So, well, expected okay. of what I think anyway. Like 
Like, think of what's going on in um, the newest hero of My Hero Academia. Like, as in, we'll say, no, there's to say, what's going on in Marvel when they were doing the whole Mutant Registration Act? You know, how there was people against and for mutants and stuff like that? That's what's mm-hmm. going on in this universe. Like, no one knows where these bug people came from, but they're here and the humans are either for them or are trying to wipe them out. And there's a huge revolution going on in this world. It's pretty cool. And as far as I know, it's only taking place in Japan. I don't think these bug people exist outside of Japan. I don't know that for sure, but... (laughs) Yeah, so it's good. It's worth a watch if you like Kamen Rider, I think. Really, really good. That's kind of been it, really, from what I can... Yeah, that's kind of been it, just plugging away at some other games slowly, but yeah. I haven't really done much. Just been getting ready for Yakuza. Yes. Tomorrow. That, that came out today. Yes. Uh yes, the release physical release was today. Or no. The release was today if you didn't get the digital deluxe edition. You got like three days early if you got the digital Oh. Did you get it? No, fuck no. I don't want... I don't give a shit about fucking costumes. I don't care about the fucking DLC they were selling. And I wanted a physical copy. So, fuck that. <laughs> so, like, I'm not really someone who cares about outfits and that. Like, DVD, I guess, you know, I eventually bought some for characters I like. But for the most part, I don't... I don't care. <laughs> you know? It's like weapon sets in that, in that game. It's like pre-ordering an RPG and getting a weapon set. And having it get replaced 30 minutes in. Because they're useless weapons, right? <laughs> so. But yeah, that's pretty much been it. What about you? Okay. Um, well, was a busy week at work last week. Last, well, previous two weeks. This week, not so bad. Um, so yeah, I just kind of indulged and uh, did started a whole bunch of games. I think I've been streaming for most... Not quite every day, but almost every day since the last podcast episode. Um, what else? So let me just go through my list here. Open up a window or two. So yeah, I just been. Uh, I haven't really been doing much except working and gaming. Um, haven't watched anything aside from like you know some YouTube videos. What have I been playing? Um, let's see. So, oh, I beat Tunic. I will say, this game. When people say it's a Zelda clone, they're not wrong, but there's so much more to it than that. It's it's more of a Dark Souls game, I would say, than the Zelda game, first of all. And second of all, um, the puzzles in this game are some of the best in gaming. And dare I say this game might have the best puzzle of any video game ever created. And that is very high praise. But I saw that, st- uh, that in the kind of a YouTube video, I'm like, yeah, I can actually see why. It's, I cannot explain why this is without spoiling the game for you. It's, there's so many things I want to say about this game, but I can't because it's a spoiler. But I will say this in the game, you actually, there's no tutorial or anything, but like you find like pages of like an old school, like Nintendo instruction booklet, and you like slowly put it together, and it kind of tells you the story and like, like hidden secrets and all this. Like, you need this instruction booklet and the pages. To actually beat the game there's no way if you don't you know look up things on purpose online there's no way you can beat the game without the knowledge from this instruction booklet like it's impossible right like maybe you can like stumble across it but like 
I it's is very unlikely. You know, so uh, God, I can't I can't explain how good this game is. It might it kind of, I think it came out like a year ago. So like, yeah, it's it's so good. This is one game. I don't say this as often. But this is one game that everyone should play like like before they die. Like it's a it's, it should be like on your bucket list. It's so good. I had no idea it was gonna be the way it was. People say Zelda clone. That's I'm like yes, but that's like a small chunk of it up here, right? There's so much more down here. It's it's a, like it's a Zelda clone on the surface, but it's a kind of obscuring everything else. It is, mm. even though it's a small chunk. So some of the best games, or sorry, sorry, some of the best puzzles in gaming. I meant to say, definitely, hundred percent. And it's filled with lore. It's like it has its own language. Like it's like when you see the language, it's like scribbly lines. That's what you think, but like actually, they actually made a whole different language specifically for this game. Some of the puzzles are stupid. Like the very last puzzle actually is like an ARG that like goes into real life. <laughs> so that's like kind of outside the scope of the game. But like the the couple puzzles before that, one of them, actually two of them, you actually need to know the language for, which is like you can't do that by yourself. Like there's very few people who like people have translate the language and translate the whole instruction booklet because most of in the instruction booklet is in this language that they call i think trunic because the game is called tunic so they named the language trunic there is a very like it's so well made this game in terms of like how it just ties everything together i can't i can't say more than that it's it's definitely a game everyone should play um 10 out of 10 like maybe like a nine and a half because like as i said some of those puzzles are like you literally have to know the language or look it up online to get the puzzle to get the answer and there's there's no way to do that by yourself well, that's, that's good i'll have to pick it up at some point um i'm getting a bunch of background static noise from you like as if there's a oh. fan running oh wait say again hello hello it's disappeared now i don't know what happened it was there for a bit and then just disappeared and now was it bad it's it's fine now i don't know no you're good i said okay i don't know what why what was going on it sounded like there was a fan or something right next to you and they just Mm. disappeared that was weird well i'll tell you it's it's uh it's no warning outside so i certainly don't have a fan on right now but yeah um what else have you been playing so starting up again oh i don't know why that is that's so strange um let me do a quick reset—not reset of your PC, but like unplug and plug in your mic, and I'll try and cover here for a little bit. Okay, I'll do that right now. Okay, uh, but like I haven't played many Zelda games. I have played a Zelda-like clone. It was on the PS3, I think. Uh it was um, 3D Dot Game Hero. It was really good. You get to make your own like voxel character, and like kind of wandering around in this Zelda-like voxelized world. And it was great. The enemies would explode into voxel pixels. And you got what really weird weapons? Like, you got normal swords, big swords, you know, really small swords. You got a fish for a sword. You know, just lots of goofy stuff. And it was just fun. I played around in the game, wandering around as Black Mage. <laughs> like, as a Black Mage from Final Fantasy. So, That's, I had lots better? of fun. So far, so good. Okay. Let me know if it acts up. Um, yeah, I will. I, I was just guessing maybe it's the cord. That's the only thing I could figure. So, 
I've been playing a little bit of Crisis Core on stream. I got to I got the achievement for fifty percent of the side missions completed. And just to give you a number, I looked at this up. There are three hundred side missions, so I done one hundred fifty out of three hundred. So uh, I got a ways to go in that game. It's um, acting up again. I don't know what the issue is. I don't know because I unplugged it from both ends. Yeah, so I. I can try try restarting, but then unless if it's something with Discord, like uh. Okay, I'll leave and I'll come back. I guess. I'll close the score. I'll leave and I'll close. Okay, yeah, so I'll just try and go here, like, uh, what were we talking about? All, like, Zelda and such. So, another, I guess, game series I wish I could see, well, not see get remastered. I wish that Square Enix would pay more attention to Dragon Quest. They were supposed to be remaking uh, Dragon Quest 3. What the hell happened to that? We haven't heard word of it for a few years. They kind of did remasters, more like ports of 1, 2, and 3, but they're supposed to be remaking 3, and they just forget about doing any of the other Dragon Quest games. Where's uh, 4, 5, and 6? Well, I guess 4 kind of got a remix, and 5 and 6, but they're stuck on 3DS, and you can't get your hands on them for less than 300 Canadian. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> All right, test. I am back. Test, test, test. Well, I can so hear I you. Up. So far, so good. We'll see what okay. happens. The only other thing I can do after this is restart the whole PC, but... Yeah, I don't know what to do. If that, I think we should maybe just power through and then reset after, because okay. that'll take a while for you to reset, and the only thing I can do after mm. that is just go through the news myself until you get back, right? Yeah, so... I think I don't want you to, to do that, but anyways, um, so I've also started uh, Ultimate Custom Night, which is the last Five Nights at Freddy's game. That's the hardest yeah. one. 50 animatronics. I'm not going to do like the hardest mode right off the bat. I'm kind of working my way up to it, but yeah, that, that's going to be my Friday nights is for the next two or three months, probably, is that game. Just trying to beat the hardest difficulty eventually. Uh, what else have I been playing? Um... Oh, I had a I had my first Mario Maker two stream. Uh, that went that was really well received. Actually, I got some a lot of new people in chat asking them me to play their levels, which I did. I played a couple of my community members, uh, Dave's and Eris's levels that they've made, and yeah, that that was pretty fun. Uh, aside from that, I haven't I haven't played the CS Stars demo yet, but I want to. Um, and then, as you know, today I was playing a little bit of Metroid Prime right before this podcast, and I got some... I'll say this much. I got up to the various suit. I'm a little further than that. So, mm. yeah. That's saying where I am without spoilers, because obviously you get the various suit as Samus, right? Obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it for me for playing, and uh, yeah, I haven't really been doing all that much. Just Tunic has, has took up the most of my time. I think I've put like 21 hours into that. So yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Um, a little frustrating with the puzzles, but again, some of the best puzzles I've seen in gaming, like by far. And the lore is super deep. Although you probably have to watch a YouTube video or two to understand exactly what the fuck is going on. Um, yeah, that's about it, I think. So we can move on to the news if you'd like. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, where do, right. should we start? <laughs> uh, well. I guess we can do the newest one that you posted today, which is Microsoft. They, uh, you know how they kind of said that they were going to do this for Sony, but Sony was like, you know, we're not interested. We want to kind of just prevent the deal from happening with you acquiring Activision Blizzard in the first place. Well, now Microsoft, assuming that deal goes through, 
they signed a contract with Nintendo saying not just Call of Duty, but apparently Xbox games on to Nintendo consoles for the next 10 years. So yep. that's, it. again, not just Call of Duty, apparently. I think Call of Duty specifically is in there, like, for sure, but um, I think Xbox games as well, correct me if I'm wrong on that. Yeah, like, they say all Xbox games, you know, Activision Blizzard games, on the release that they are on the other stuff, as long as they've got a Switch version, it'll come to Switch. Now, I don't yep. know if they mean streaming to Switch or actual download or physical copies on Switch. I'm sh- I assume all or one of those. But yeah, they say that for 10 years and uh, Microsoft's boss is still saying, we've still got a contract waiting here for Sony to sign. We don't have any problem with this. You know what's funny with, with the uh, deal that's going on? The um, what regulatory company that's looking at it is, was looking, was basically looking at it and going, yeah, you know, we're not okay with you buying Activision Blizzard, but if you want to buy parts of it, you know, you can have King, you can have Blizzard, you can have this, you just can't own Call of Duty. It's the only thing we care about, you just can't have it. I'm pretty sure the other companies make more of the money than Call of Duty does. They do. Like, King is still huge in the mobile King market. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> the name suits it, but yeah, like they, it makes a ton of money for them. Like, I, it's just you know, no, no, no. You just can't have Call of Duty. That's the only thing we don't we care about. So nothing else that any that the that the company owns and makes is worth any value to to the regulatory company or mainly fucking Sony. It's no, it's just Call of Duty. That's it, because they have nothing they could compete against it. At all. They don't have their own first-person shooter franchise that they can revive and make good. You know, like Resistance, Fall of Man. <laughs> you know, they have their own first-person shooters they could do. And No. I, I just found that funny. It's like, no, no, you can buy all, almost every other piece of it, just not Call of Duty. You can't own that. Like, fucking stupid. <laughs> it is. But yeah. Ten-year contract. This also comes with uh, Nintendo spouts. Uh, I'm co- going into another news. Nintendo coming out and saying we're giving contract. Uh, not contracts. Crap. Because because of, of the contract on this, we're giving pay raises to a lot of our staff. Like I think question mark ten percent pay raise. Oh, that's the wrong story. But yeah, they're giving pay yeah. raises to a lot of people. I don't know if the people who got raises than that a year or two ago uh when i think they did that again or had contracts renewed um i don't know if they're getting any i think that's a lot of the western people the western devs but i know a lot of the japanese ones apparently are supposed to be getting big pay raises so hey nintendo's doing better and this is this comes on them this comes along with them also stating that last year was a pretty slow like or a year for how much money they've made compared to other years with the Switch out. Yeah, and the, the Switch was down in sales by 20%. Yeah, that's that's it exactly. Yeah, so... so which makes but, sense. No new console, really, right? Um, and the Switch is, question mark, seven years old? It's at least five, right? So it's pretty old. So I can see people, you know, waiting for the updated version of this console, which isn't 
more likely never coming out or just getting ready for the new console, right? So, I'm not sure if we discussed this story last week because it seems familiar to me, but um, yeah, because uh, some of what I'm about to say seems like deja vu to me, but mm. um, yeah, so the pre- the president of Japan is or is a prime minister? I think it's prime minister. The prime minister of Japan, like, sorry, excuse me. This wasn't just like a Nintendo idea. This was the um, prime minister saying to everyone, "Hey guys, Japan, uh, we've been at an all-time like high for inflation since 1981." So he kind of he kind of what's sort of, um suggested to companies to give people more money, and that's exactly what Nintendo did. They didn't go against the grain. They did what you know, you know the the government said. They didn't have to, but they did. And yeah, but like, you know, kudos to Nintendo. But having said that, you know, other Japanese companies in Japan, well, Japanese companies in Japan, you know, you know what I mean? Anyways, Square Enix <laughs> and Capcom, for example, they went by up by 30%. Wow. I so, think we might have touched on that. Or I yeah. was that recent? Or was that before? That was in the last episode, I think. Okay, yeah. If, if so, I, I don't think that. Yeah, I probably don't remember <laughs> that. But, you know, you know what I would like to see, you know, that isn't gaming related, but also on that. I would like to see if that's happening, you know, maybe Toy Animation paying their animators more than minimum wage. I mean, if you're they a minimum pay their, wage... They that, pay their animators that, like that, shit, apparently. That's terrible. Well, I don't that know is... if it's specifically them or if it's other animation companies, but... I mean, we've seen what what kind of quality Dragon Ball Super has given us. And we've seen what kind of quality, I know it's not Toei, but uh, Naruto has given us in some past. doesn't surprise me if they're not being paid super well. Like, if they're expected to rush out those episodes continuously every weekend. Yeah. Now, Naruto um, Boruto is on a hiatus again. Is it? Hmm. Yep. What? They they didn't have enough filler to to fill the filler? Oh, God, there's so much fucking filler. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So... You know what's bad when they... (laughs) Don't have enough time to even do filler. My, uh, <laughs> so, so I don't know why specifically it's on uh, hiatus. I just seen it as a headline, but I just got to a part. You know, we're starting a bit more filler now. I believe it's filler anyway. It's not that bad. It's actually a story arc, but it's you know you can still kind of tell if it's if it's not filler. I'm a bit surprised, but halfway through that arc, uh, Crunchyroll decided to go. Oh, you want to start the series all over from episode one? I'm like, no. And then I watched like the first two minutes before I realized it was episode one and went, wait, when the fuck did this happen? And it's Bruto looking really cool. He's got, he's got Sasuke's headband on, with the one with that big cross in it. Um, there's a, another scar going down through Bruto's eyes. So he's got a huge scar across his face. And other than that, I'm like, fuck, Bruto looks really cool in this scene. <laughs> I can't wait till we get to this. And then realize, I'm like, Oh, this is like their, this is the future, and now we're going to go back five years to show you all the boring shit. Like, oh. <laughs> and I forgot that's what happened in episode one. That, <laughs> because it shows like, the... The, the entire ninja village has been destroyed again. The faces are all scarred up and like missing. Like, this is fucking cool. It's like the fall of the ninja, ninja era, as one of the guys says. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I'm having to trudge through all the filler to get to that point <laughs> you know it's like oh my god and then i was like oh this is episode one so i had to scroll through like 250 episodes to get back to where i was yeah 
That reminds me of uh, at the very start of Naruto Shippuden. They, uh, Sakura, Side, and uh, Naruto are fighting against Sasuke and Ochiru. What's her, his name? Ochiru. Yeah. And then it, like they do like a battle for like two minutes. You're like, oh my god, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. And then, and then it just pauses and it's like, so you're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what what it's like. Well, let me tell you, we rolled back three yeah. years, or I and guess in wait hundred episodes until they come to the back. I don't remember that as the first episode of Shippu. I don't remember last Shippuden yeah, though. To be that's, fair, that's what <laughs> so... Watch watch the first five minutes of episode one of Shippuden, not the original Naruto of yeah Shippuden yeah of Shippuden yeah yeah. Because they want you to get to get in. That's your that's their get of look what's going to happen in the future. Naruto, I've never seen a single episode or a single minute for that matter, but it sounds like they're recycling everything from Naruto. I, I mean, get. it is literally like 18 years or something like that after what happened in Shippuden. So not a lot of time is spent, so a lot of stuff will get reused because old ninjas are retiring or still doing the same thing they used to do or trying to change. So you're going to get a lot of rehashed stuff while also them trying to tie in the new stuff, the new being... Technology, which they call scientific ninja tools. Fucking stupid name. It's scientific just technology. Like tools. they have cyborgs, they have androids. There's scientific ninja tools where, which we talked about, where Baruta was using like a ninja tool to emulate or to use his chakra to use other ninja uh, techniques he doesn't know. So, you know, if he wanted to learn how to do, instead of doing the science, to do the fireball, he could just pop a thing into his tool and summon a fireball which he doesn't use anymore but it's still being developed right but yeah they it's basically ninjas versus technology you know what what was the fall of i guess uh old old war mechanisms was tech right you oh. know shooting a missile at someone is better than you know 50 guys with swords running at a a castle wall right <laughs> when when did they just invent guns uh, has there in, been a gun yet? In the ninja world. <laughs> I want to say there actually has been a gun, but I don't remember for sure. Oh, there was, they called it, they said it was something that um, condensed chakra and fired it, but I don't know where it's getting the chakra from. That's in the arc right now. It's just a fucking rail gun. It's a laser gun. It powered up lasers and fired it at people. But they said chakra to keep it ninja-like, but who's, si who's summoning the chakra into this thing? Chakra isn't something that just exists in the air. It's something that exists in living beings. Oh, some of it does. Does it? For for sen, for the sage jutsu, it, it takes the yin, the yang, and then you got the, the third element is, is the nature and chakra that you absorb. <laughs> okay, that's, well, that, okay, that, well, that, that's what Sage Genjutsu Okay, is. yeah, all right. All right. So, <laughs> if that's what it is, uh, I'll believe you, then I guess they made technology that somehow siphoned um, chakra from the air and, you know, the elements. But then that means they're using the Sage Jutsu, which is like the most powerful, like only a handful Yeah, of but the, this is that. a rail cannon, though, you don't understand, it's really powerful. <laughs> Fucking yeah. Anyway, it's it's dumb, and that's not at all what we're talking about. We went on a tangent because yes, of animation. Right. Uh, fuck. Right. Um, so I want to talk about this a little bit because it's also reminds me of a not quite a parts of this reminds me of what I wish would kind of happen with um Harry Potter. So like Rick and Marty 
has had a huge, huge thing happen in it, i.e. Um, the Justin Roiland abuse scandal, we'll say. I was going to say allegations, but it's not exactly allegations anymore, right? So yeah, so these are like from two or three years ago. Apparently, when it was ex girlfriends, what I forget what she, she specifically said. Let me just uh, reacquaint myself. Um, something about well, there, there's a couple different issues. One of them was that they are saying that the workplace was like people are getting sexually harassed in the workplace. But beyond that, he was in a personal relationship with someone, and this woman came forth and said uh i forget what she said specifically but it was some sort of i don't want to say sexual crime because i don't want to call it a crime I no think but crime I, is I, I would word. say relationship abuse i don't yeah, know exactly what it said but that and yeah i heard about the stuff that was apparently going on kind of at, at on the workplace so they've fired him he's going to court or has gone to court for it but um the company that owns, or not owns Rick and Morty, but what was animating it, you know, the guys who kind of own it, quote, um, basically hit them and the other guy who owned like the other 50% of Rick and Morty, they basically like bought out uh, Roiland's like half of Rick and Morty. And we, we were not told how much, because... I don't think that really matters. Like, it's being bought out. They're doing this to kind of save face and say, he's not a part of this anymore. Don't worry, everyone. We want to keep doing the show without that stigma on the show, hopefully. And along with that, they've booted him from all his voice roles, and they're uh, recasting his voices. I don't... As far as I know, they haven't settled on anyone yet, because it's been a bit and I haven't heard anything. But they're taking voice casting roles from a bunch of people online and through the different uh, voice acting, uh, uh, how do you say, gigs? Guilds. Guilds? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, guilds. I think you said builds for a second. I'm like, no, that's no. not right. Yeah, guilds. Thank you. But I'm a big Rick and Morty fan. Mm. And I will say he voiced both Rick and Morty. So without him, and I hope I'm wrong, I really do, but without him, the show's gonna die. Like, I he was he was the main driving force. He was the main two voices, yes, but I don't think those voices are that hard to do. <laughs> to be fair, I think we'll there see. are some good voice said. actors that could do it well. I've seen some really funny ones where people go up there and they're just not attempting anything. They're just doing it for a TikTok meme, right? But I'm sure there's got to be people out there that could do it well. I've heard people on podcasts or on youtube videos just making fun of the series you know in their own way and you know this was years ago they could do it a decent rick and morty I'm like i'm sure it'd be fine it's kind of, it's like everyone's got a bad uh, a bad arnold impersonation right you know you so so lots of people have bad <laughs> rick and morty impersonations there's got to be someone who does it really well right so i'm sure they'll find someone well enough they did say the series is like they've got kind of planned like what two or three more years or seasons of rick and morty so they don't plan on ending it yet they just need to find voice actors uh the reason why i said that this uh kind of reminded me of what i wish would happen with harry potter just fucking buy the harry potter series off of jk rowling so that people would stop every time a harry potter thing comes out um talking about jk rowling and everything that she's done and that just fucking buy it out say here, just take the money. We want that to have give it. Just give it to. Is it Warner Brothers that does the movies? Just I fucking so. give it. 
just fucking give it to them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just get it away from the toxic people that people don't want. If you want that thing to continue to make lots of money. Sure. It's still in terms of Harry Potter, it'll still make lots of money, but what? The social media stuff that's been going on and people getting bullied over being a Harry Potter fan nowadays, it's fucking stupid. It is. You know? So. It is. Yeah. I know, I kind of wanted to tie it into there because it kind of reminded me of what I wish would happen. <laughs> you know? just I don't think she'll ever sell. I don't think so. I think that's the issue is that she's not wanting to sell. And for her who wants to make money, that makes sense. But. I mean. She shouldn't have to sell something she can No, no, she, like, she, she like shouldn't have to, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. it, the, the, you'd be stupid to sell, unless, of course, they're offering up billions. You know, even millions nowadays isn't that much if, you know, well, well, that's like, depending uh, on your family. If you have a big family, you know, millions isn't that much anymore, right? Now you need billions. Like, <laughs> yeah, like Tolkien, when, when he passed, I think his son got the right, or his sons. Or his son or his right. family, yeah. Yeah. I believe. So, so maybe you just want to leave it as like a, you know, kind of like a nest egg for your loved ones. There was just nothing wrong with that, right? Yeah, so. I know that that happens. And some people say, I don't care. The money, give, give us lots of money. If anything, let's have some, some shares and then we're good because that share could just keep going up, right? Or whatever else, you know. <laughs> let's slip off royalties for the rest of your life. Yeah, so you could do that too. It's, uh, I don't know, whatever. People will do what they got to do. But. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and also, oh, um, as I alluded, he they kicked him out of Squanch Games, which is the game studio that he was in charge of. So oh, he, dro he got dropped from both the show and the game, which were separate entities. God, he actually was like running or had started up Squanch Games. Yeah, they, they did that amazing, uh, I don't know, I haven't played it yet, but the amazing game High on Life, which again, he does all the voices for pretty much. It's yeah. like Rick and Morty in a video game, except like it's the FPS. Pretty much. They... But, oh, go on. Go on. Go on. Uh, it was on game, well, it's still on Game Pass, and it did very well. Like, this is a really well-received game. But yeah, they kicked him out of, uh, I think I, th I think it was like Top Poncho in there. I could be wrong. I but believe was... so, or at least one of them, for sure. Yeah, so he kind of they, he kind of stepped down in both roles, so it's kind of sad to see. And like, what happens if he ends up being innocent? Like, you know, who knows? I'm not saying he is, but like, I don't know. Up until I read this, I was like, I, I liked him. He he, you know, he he did really good voices and he did really good work. But now I think, it's kind of like, yeah, I think in terms of like the Rick and Morty thing, they're like, even if you are, just, just take the pay the buyout and we'll and we'll just say or you know, like. It's just better for both of them. And if he's innocent, whoops. Like, maybe they'll bring him back, but shh, I don't know. Uh, the guys at Squanch Games have said that this should not, uh, what do you call it, hinder any of the future work they were going to do on that game. Mm, apparently that's, what they would, <laughs> that's what you would always say in that situation, even if it's not true, you know? Yeah, I mean, they they did say that. I don't know what future... What, Future stuff is supposed to be coming out for the game, so. Uh, but yeah, that's what they claim. Uh, I mean, prove me wrong. I, I I hope I hope they find someone who you can't tell the difference. But I think I think the show's kind of on a downward spiral now without him, honestly. But prove me wrong. I want to be proved wrong. Yeah, we'll see. Well, we can only see. Uh, I guess what happens in the future. It it could just die. 
It could continue on. It could become greater than it ever uh, been. I don't want it to die. It's such a good show, and it's the lore is so good. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want to bring up the next uh, news? I'm going to quickly run to the washroom. Uh, sure. Let me just find the next one. But I'll be right back. Sorry, guys. Sure. Let's see. What do we want to talk about next? Okay, so I guess we can talk about this one. So there's a game you may have heard that came out uh, in January called Forspoken. So that's the one made by Square Enix. Um, you know, it, it, it's okay. It wasn't really well received. It, it kind of got made fun of for uh, the dialogue and how unnatural it felt. But anyways, it's not about that. Um, apparently, there are some people who got left out of the credits um and they're making such a big fuss about this let's see here um was it the yeah so there are some people left out um and people are kind of raising a fuss about that because that just kind of brings up the point like what happens when you don't get credit, like, like, okay, I'm not sure if they got paid or not. They probably did, but like, just the fact that they didn't get credits is really bad. So, Chris, we're talking about, um, in Forspoken, the people not getting credits Ooh, for their yes. work for the localization of it. Yeah, and I'm it's... saying like, you know, they probably got paid for it, but like, not getting credit in the game is is like almost as bad, because like, like, you don't get, you know proof that you worked on it yeah right? like if you want to put it on your uh, on your cv on your resume uh if they want to like do a back check and for some reason instead of calling the company right and ask if you worked on these things or whatever that they just took a look at the game's credits you wouldn't be listed on there people don't know that you were there at all working on this thing and they're not the first company does not uh, credits the localization team a lot of games just go, oh, it was this company, or it was the head that they'll uh, mention, right? Let's just say if you're the head of the QA, you're the only one who'll get credit, but no one else will. Atlas does this. Unfortunately. Yeah, kind of... it, I believe in, I don't know if they, in the original versions of 3 and 4, if they had everyone list, but in the new remasters, they don't list them, apparently. And that, that, like, those came out recently. And there's a couple other games on here as well, but yeah. It's fucking really shitty that they don't do that. People want to get credit, even if it's not a big credit. A credit still means that you were there and you did something, and they could use that to you know, fill out their portfolio. You can still put it on there, but whether or not they'll believe you because you're not credited, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it's... I don't know. I think that's shitty all around. Like, I know... We've had a new story about this in the past mm -hmm. about, uh, you know, people either leaving the company before the game comes out and they want to kind of retaliate but not putting their name, their name in the credits. It's like, fuck off. Yeah, like, that... be, like, be truthful. Don't fucking it's... discard. It Go might on. have happened to uh, Kojima if he didn't slap his name all over in Metal all Gear right. 5 <laughs> on the beginning and end of every single chapter. Like, you know that... It's possible that uh, Konami might have been spiteful and might have done that, right? We don't know for sure, but they didn't exactly uh, leave w with uh, good favor of them, right? So, <laughs> mm -hmm. 
But yeah, it's really shitty when that happens. Yeah, so many news stories of people saying, I, le I left the company, I worked like uh, like three years on this game, I wasn't credited. What the fuck, you know? <laughs> I, think, I think they got patched in eventually, right, didn't they? For yeah, yeah. They, for some for some games, yes. I don't know about this one. And I no for this one. Okay, for yeah. this one. Okay, yeah. So they did. I'm I'm not too sure about the Atlas ones for the uh, remasters of P3 and P4 and and such. Sometimes they just roll refuse to do it and they don't care. But it doesn't make it any less shitty. You know that the fact that it was done before, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's all about it. I mean, I think I think they got it. I think they raised enough of a fuss that they got it patched in, but they shouldn't have had to do that in the first place. So yeah. I, I hope that kind of. And I think some of these people were. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? They were from yeah. They're subcontractors, maybe, or am I? Anyways, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter where you come from. If yeah. you're a Subcontractor or not? Like, just put your name fucking in there if you did work on something. Yeah, a lot of these companies try to, a lot of companies try and get around some of that by saying, "Oh, well, they were contracted, so we'll only list the company," <laughs> right? So it's doesn't, it's not any better. You could still get their information, or if anything, ask if they want to be credited. Some companies do that because some people don't want to be credit, don't want to be listed on a specific game, right? Maybe they're not happy with the work they did on the game, but ask them or just list them. Don't leave them out. Because uh, not putting your name there is akin to like not getting paid. It's 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 like almost you didn't do any. Yeah, <laughs> it's like saying you didn't do anything, therefore you don't get paid or you don't get. Yeah, it's it's like uh, it's like not being thanked by the company. You know, you do all that work and they don't thank and they don't you know as much give you a thank you in the <laughs> in the credits and your thank you mm -hmm. is in a way is your name in the credit list. <laughs> you know, I know yeah. it's not quite that, but. Yeah, it's almost that. And then another story I want to bring up. I I'm not sure if we covered this one or not, Chris. The the workplace ranking on Blizzard. I, I want to say think... no because I remember reading about it yeah. and me being kind of confused because a few stories came out about that within like a week. So yeah, so I believe is... we have not. So sorry if we had touched on it at the beginning of the year, but I don't think we did. So um, this is this is kind of the gist of it. So in Blizzard, they force you when you're doing your yearly review, like if you're a manager of your employees, they force you to do like a bell curve. So they even if like, let's say you have like 100 people and all those like without exception, every single 100 people like exceeded expectations and did like more than they were assigned to do. It doesn't matter because they demand like the, like the higher ups like the very top demands that you grade them in such a way that you have to put the bottom 5% as like a poor rating. So like the worst 5%, doesn't matter how good they are, you have to say that they did a poor job and you have to like, and that kind of goes on their permanent record and that kind of like can fuck with their salary or for promotions in the future. Yeah, I believe so, salaries and promotions are tied to how well the company thinks you're doing and if it's written on your permanent record, oh, you did poorly the last two years, according to their scale. You're fucked out of a promotion. You're fucked out of getting a pay raise. Oh, you can't afford your house you were looking to get. You know? Mm -hmm. 
So there is a um, co-lead developer on World of Warcraft Classic. His name is Brian Birmingham. He basically, long story short, he basically said, no, I'm not going to do this. This is wrong. And they fired him as a result. <laughs> yeah. So then he went on Twitter and kind of brought this to light to the world. And people went up in arms about it. I don't think Blizzard did anything about this, to be honest, at the end of the day. They, they never do. But yeah, people are like, you know, good on you for standing up to like the morally incorrect thing and doing the correct thing. But like he paid the price for it unfortunately yeah, but like, it's someone was gonna get screwed in the situation yeah but it's really fucking shitty that blizzard does this oh well you no matter what if your employees are doing the best they can ever do and they're all outstanding employees you have to salt single out like five ten percent of them and say you're doing shit there you go like it's fucking it's really really an awful thing that you should be doing i don't know any other companies that do this as far as we know, this could be standard everywhere, but I don't think it is because no. uh, we have no reason to believe it is, and we have every reason to believe that this is how it's done in Activision Blizzard because it's Activision Blizzard, and they're pretty scummy. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see this in other places like Ubisoft and EA, but I hate those companies, so I may have a bias there. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, mean, I can't really blame you for that. But you know, it's the way it, it it's really really shitty because doing that sort of stuff like brings down employee morale. Even if even the employees that are on the top, like it doesn't make it any doesn't make them feel like that they're superior. They know how hard the other employees work, you know, <laughs> and it just brings out the morale of everywhere when you start doing shit like this. So. Brian, he managed to circumvent this for the last few years, but this year they kind of forced his hand. They're like, "No, you, you've you've done the, you've not done this for a number of years. You have to do it now." So then, when he refused, he was called into uh, the HR office that day, and uh, they said he was term, uh, terminated. So, yeah, I mean, that decision came from the very top, obviously, right? Like, yeah. So he 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 made this public. I'm glad he did because this is just like another see. I know this has nothing to do with the story, but like it kind of goes back to like you know, mm. if Xbox or if Microsoft, I should say, were taken took Blizzard, Activision Blizzard over, they would probably change things like this from the ground up because like, that's not how they function. Yeah, right? I don't this think is like a very Blizzard. Anyway. No, they don't. <laughs> right, so they would like not. They would like go in and do like a sweep and probably just like fix all this shit like from the ground. Like this is the way we do it at Microsoft. This is the way we're going to do it here, sort of thing. You know. No difference. Do you, so that you'd think so, as long as it's not a we just bought you now continue to do what you're doing because some companies do that when they buy another company. Don't worry, nothing's changing, right? Let's hope if they were to buy when whenever the buyout happens, because it's more likely going to happen at some point, uh, that they actually do rework a lot of this stuff from the ground up because there's lots that need to be reworked. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> yep. Yeah, like, um, you know, all those allegations against Activision Blizzard for workplace misconduct and such. So apparently one of those, uh, one of those court cases has uh, reached a settlement of about $35 million. All the while, Activision Blizzard is still saying, we did nothing wrong. We're just doing this so that this is out of court. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty much the 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 uh 
it in a nutshell, but like the the balls to if I can say that. Well, yep. here's more money than we were gonna give you before. We didn't do nothing wrong, waving you know the Blizzard Activision flag. We, we're still good, everyone. Buy our stuff again. And this is the thing: they are technically correct because they are never proven in court that they did anything wrong. So. They are technically correct because it's supposed to be innocent, innocent uh, before innocent being before, guilty, right? Yes, but so technically <laughs> they're right, but like everyone knows they're wrong. So yeah, yeah, it doesn't make logical sense if you're so right and you and you know you're right. Why are you settling before it even gets to court? Like, yeah, yeah, fuck them. Honestly, like they just they have to realize that people. They, 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 we, you can't feed drop people anymore in this day and age. You can't. You can't get anything. You can't pull a fast one over people's eyes like this. This is just ridiculous. Mm, you, you, you think so, but there's lots of people who get in their, the world pulled over uh, their eyes for other things as well. Have you heard of NFTs, Sean? <laughs> I've got this you know, great I, NFT game coming out. And it's not run by criminals, said Logan Paul. Well, actually, he didn't say that. He hired a bunch of people who apparently were criminals and then they ran off with a bunch of money from the from the thing and so like logan uh, i didn't mean to say that you're a criminal <laughs> it's just this whole thing have you heard about what was going on with his uh, nft game i have not it's a big thing look into it because i didn't want to bring it up because i don't know all the details but a youtuber Brought, did like a two or three part video talking about everything that's going on with this thing and Logan Paul went on a rant-ish talking about it but he brought to light some other issues that was that was going on with it and also tried to rebuttal a lot of stuff but got some stuff wrong got stuff some stuff right in the end they kind of went back and forth and Logan Paul like threatened to take him to court over defamation mm -hmm. But if you look at the videos, he wasn't defaming him. He was just talking about what was going on with the project and never called Logan Paul like a cheat, a scam artist, or anything that would defraud him. Just saying that the project is like run by a bunch of people who have stolen a lot of money. It, it goes on, yeah. If you didn't know, Sean. But yeah, L Logan Paul would, I think, be considered that if he had sold all his stock and all the... Bitcoin, not coin, whatever coin that's attached to it, and you know, and try to make out like Oach. make out like a bandit, but I he did it. It, it. It's it, it, it's it's pretty big in terms of like what happened. And Logan Paul's like, I'm still gonna make this game. I want this game to succeed. So he's still trying to do it. Still trying to do it right, but uh, yeah. it's. I don't. I personally don't believe Logan Paul because I don't like him, but. If he can still make good on most of the people in this thing, and that's good because lots of people get lost. It's invisible in theory of money because it's Bitcoin. He doesn't really exist to yourself. Anyway, it, I, I, I don't know why I started talking about that. I just, it just came to mind. Like, oh, I could talk, I could mention something about this. Yeah, whatever. It's a thing. All right. Well, uh, were there any other stories you want to bring up for this week? Because this will be kind of like our second catch-up week. And yeah. then hopefully next week we can delve into everything new again. 
What was it? Oh, there was... Oh, we kind of talked about the Microsoft layoffs. You know, that was kind of tied into the whole... Well, I guess Xbox layoffs plus Microsoft. That was kind of tied in together. Oh, yes, one last thing. I think we kind of mentioned it last week, did we? The whole YouTube fucking profanity rules. I think we mentioned that because we... I think we mentioned it. I'm pretty sure we did, but I could be wrong. I think we did. And if we did, I think that's it for the week. Because I don't remember if we talked about that. I know we talked about it definitely in person (laughs) when we were playing DVD with people. Mm -hmm. But whether or not we talked about it off. But it's fine. YouTube put in some stupid rules for profanity and it screwed up a lot of people's channels. Yeah, because I think we talked about... Or maybe we didn't talk about it on the podcast, but... um... Oh shit! Uh, Pro ZD, he uh, he he made a, a couple of test well, videos. I, he's like, yep, yeah. He's like, this first one's like, well, now apparently, and this is really stupid because, like, okay, so m- let me backtrack for a second before I even talk about that. So now, apparently, this is a retroactive thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can make a video ten years ago, and if you swear at the very start of it, it gets demonetized now, and you lose the money. It's like. How- Things were different 10 years ago. You can't retroactively do that to people. That's not fair. But now, you know, he kind of jumped to the present. He kind of made a... He was very unhappy with this because that was like most of his videos. And now he's like, let me try something else. I'm not going to swear for the first 15 seconds. I want to see if this gets demonetized. I'm going to swear exactly once. Oh, no, sorry, his first video was like, I'm going to swear four times throughout this video because there's like a minimum number of swears per... Yeah. So he tested it out. And he, I think he ended up with like "fuck YouTube" or something like that. Yep. I think <laughs> I, I think that did get demonetized. So this, for his next video, he's like, "Okay, I'm not gonna say anything. I think if I just swear once in this video, it'll be okay." So, yeah, it was it was kind of a stupid situation. RT did a live stream where he was saying, "Well, we'll just make up a a new curse word because curse words don't mean anything unless you put a meaning behind them. So we'll just make up a curse word for every time we wanna, you know." curse so they came up with the word youtube huh and every time they curse and in his videos now when he goes to curse he bleeps it out and puts youtube as the curse and (laughs) i believe you told me his channel got demonetized was it him but Uh, he got he got in big shit from youtube apparently over that he's like then fucking stop doing this (laughs) you're ruining people's lives because of this (laughs) that wasn't me who told you because i'm not actually sure who that is Okay, it might have been someone else, but yeah, uh, uh, it's either him or someone else's channel got like demonetized because of them doing something like that. Yeah, it's really fucking stupid. Uh, how far they going? Hey, that uh, the woman who was in charge of YouTube uh, fucking stepped down. Someone else is in charge now. Maybe we'll get some good fucking rules out out of YouTube. Not holding my breath for it, but this oversensorization and that is fucking. It's yeah, getting really ridiculous. It is. I mean, we we should be more tolerant to swearing over time as a society, which we are. But YouTube wants to take it. Well, they want fucking... they want every channel to be kid friendly, but they want to be able to monetize every video. You can't do that if it's kid friendly because then kids will watch the videos, and you would have to, you know, abide by child rules. You know. <laughs> If you, if you know what I mean like that. And you can't monetize a video if it's geared toward children. So, mm-hmm. don't know what you want, YouTube. Do you uh, want us to make ch- videos for children? Or do you want us to make videos that are for multiple ages? 
and age groups and diversities. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we're done. We're done. I'm yeah. already going to take off. You can find me at Prince underscore Kaboom on Twitter or on Twitch. Sorry. I'm going to be playing some Yakuza Inshin. It's finally out. When are you playing? Tomorrow. And the day after. What day is tomorrow? Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> and Friday afternoons. Around ish 3 p.m. Mountain Time. That's when I'm going to be doing I usually play for. Which uh, is 2 PST and 5 EST. Thank you. Because I don't know time zones. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I'll be on there playing for a few hours. And uh, we'll just slowly get through it. Should be fun. At least the game itself. I'm waiting for a specific fight in that game to happen. It's going to be great. Uh, hopefully my emotes will be approved by then. Cause... Oh, you're still waiting? How long has it been? Well, I put up... I, I did new ones this weekend. Oh. And okay. one of them got approved, like, immediately. It was the third one I uploaded. And the other three are still in limbo. Why did one of them get approved, like, the second I put it up? Let's see. So I should be able to... Oh, there's... A pog? <laughs> <laughs> you like that? I, I got yes. a pog emote that I drew. And I did a couple other meme ones, which I think, I know one I think you'll really like when it's eventually uh, approved. But yeah, I wish it would have been up for this weekend. But yeah, uh, there's that. You can find me at C Shebang. That's C-S-C-H-A-B-N-G on Twitter. That's usually where I post when I'm going live. I don't do... Lots of pre-posting, you know, I'm going live in today, I'm going live in 10 minutes, I'm going live in an hour. I don't do that. Like, I've seen some people do. Uh, I just post and say I'm live, come watch. And I post Super Sentai stuff and cosplay stuff and whatever else I like. So follow me there if you want. What about you, Sean? Where can they find you? What are you going to be up to? Uh, find me, Zorb underscore Zex. On Twitter and on uh, Twitch. Um, so, because I started on stream today, obviously, I kind of want to finish off Metroid Prime. It shouldn't take very long for me to finish it. I The 100% is going to take longer. Than, like, if I were just to try to beat the game, I could do it, like, guarantee two more streams, but it might yeah, take I, a little longer. I think some people I've heard say, like, 10, 12 hours. I think that's Pooh Bears. Grand Pooh Bear. I think that's how fast he did it. I think these are people some... who never played the game before. I played it like five or six. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Game. I know it's so... like casual playthrough. Yeah, I think that's what people were saying, like roughly that. I'm like, oh, it's all right. I could do that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to concentrate on finishing that tomorrow. Like, I'm not going to finish it tomorrow, but I'm going to be playing that tomorrow, Thursday, and then Friday. We're going to do freaky FNAF Fridays. I'm going to go delve into Ultimate Custom Night Day Two for that game. Um. Yeah, that's. I'm not sure that's going to go. And then on the weekend, I'll probably play more Prime. That's. I'm just going to focus on Prime, yeah, honestly, just, except for it's... Fridays until it's finished. And then I'm going to switch back to Crisis Core, get that finished, and I also want to uh, switch to Zelda Skyward Sword again and try and get that finished as well. Well, that sounds like so a those plan. Games I'll be playing. Yep, it is. And where could they find out updates of when you're going live? Yeah, so on Twitter, <laughs> Zorb underscore Zex. I didn't mention it already. I said Twitter did and Twitch. I don't yeah, I did. I remember you talk, saying Twitch. I don't remember Twitter. That's all right. Anyway. It's all right. It's all right. But I think we're done. We're out of here. We are done. Till next week. Goodbye. Okay. Peace out.